the Never Gets Old podcast, the podcast of all we love in TV, movies, music, and comics, with your hosts, Mac Jackson and Nick Narrow. Look for us on YouTube and Facebook. Hello, honey, it's me. What did you think when you heard me back on the radio? What did the kids say when they knew it was their long lost daddy? Oh. All right, thanks for tuning back into Never Gets Old podcast. I'm Mac. And I'm Nick. And now. We're going to discuss, actually, before we get to that, can I just share one woohoo squee thing? Sure, yeah. Um, this, as long as you don't woohoo or squee, you can uh, share. Well, <laughs> I might squee a little. Uh, this is November, and my wife and I have fourth row tickets to go see Michael Nesmith mm. with the monkeys. Nice. In New Brunswick. We're going to be fourth row, I think right in front of where Mike normally stands anyway. And yeah, I, I just, I couldn't wait to share this. Just besides yay for me personally, mm-hmm. just to help promote because Mike Nesmith for years couldn't tour with them. As a matter of fact, the rumor is, oh, he doesn't like the monkeys, but anybody who pays attention, no, the guy's been busy. He's, you know, runs his own business and has all these other irons in the fire. Well, especially with Davy Jones passing, everybody thought, okay, there won't be any more monkey, you know, nothing monkeys anymore. And then Mike Nesmith was the one who brought it up to Mickey and Peter and said, do you guys want a tour? And he just did, uh, in October, he did some shows in Scotland, uh, a friend of mine from Scotland, uh, Marky, Marky Boy of Destiny is the name of his music act. Uh, he is very sweet. And what we were saying about friendship on the last podcast, he's a guy I haven't even met, but he stays in contact with me. We share what's going on in our lives, and we share music with him, and he shares it with me. And he went to go see Mike Nesmith, his solo show, yeah. uh, where he is. And so now in November, they're, they're doing the North American tour. And we get to go see them. I'm so excited. And then I guess next year he's planning on doing more solo shows with uh, his the remaining members of his first national band. Okay. Uh, so That's cool. I, I can't believe it. I thought I would never... I, what were the odds I was ever going to get to see him? You know, let alone I'm still hoping to meet him sometime. Well, as long as you don't faint. No, no, no. As soon as he comes out. I'm a but I'm a man. Uh, and um, I'm hoping to get him on to do an episode of the podcast. So, yeah, I, and that's one of the things I want him to be able to talk about what he wants to talk about, and I know enough to avoid all the cliche questions that he's asked all his life. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping he'll be kind enough to do that. Uh, I left him a message at videopitch.com, but... Uh, he wasn't around. He was off tour. So hopefully he'll get that and calm down. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So you that, need an hour of your time, Mike. Just one hour. One wonderful, magnificent hour. It, 
it doesn't it doesn't even have to be full of brilliance you can be half asleep if you want <laughs> exactly just be <laughs> Same um, for harrison ford yeah well you know what i was gonna say to you too besides i'm trying to it'd be wonderful to get harrison ford but we should never. some of your um some of your band's favorite band people to do an episode uh yeah I'd, I'd have to see um the the only person i can think of of uh, off the top of my head um that i would want to interview that's might be into that kind of stuff is um claudio sanchez from coheed and cambria right um, but they just dropped an album last month the, the first part of the two-part album and i believe they're touring so it'd probably be hard to, to get them but if i i mean if anybody knows a way to get in touch with him um let me know or or, or send him to this podcast uh and i'll try yeah so, even if you went through their management i think that'd be a great idea yeah i'll have to look up and uh and see what sort of avenues i'd have to go through to do that yeah. and I, I, I you know i'm excited for you for that whole possibility <laughs> well, I met him at New York Comic Con two years ago. <laughs> two years ago, I think. Uh, just walking down the aisles because I was there as press, <clears throat> and so I was there on a Thursday, and it, you know, it didn't really open yet. It was just for press. Press could go on Thursday. Um, and I'm walking down, looking at the action figures and the comics and stuff like that, and and all of a sudden I, I look and I did a double take because what are the anybody. Him, he knows he's a pretty uh, has a pretty specific look. Like you can't confuse him for anybody else. His hair is enormous or whatever. And I saw him and I like uh, stopped and, and kind of almost freaked out. And I was like, I I have to say hi. Like he's just right there by himself. Nobody else is around. Uh, and I, I kind of walked up and I was like hello and it, like I, it was my first instance of being like starstruck <laughs> and he's such like a nice cool normal humble guy who just happens to be musically brilliant um and i like like I, I don't even know what to say like i don't want to you know start spewing word vomit or like freaking out and and, and whatever i just want to say like i love your music and you're awesome and I just want to shake your hand and just let you go back to enjoying all of this like I am and he was like oh that's cool that's cool you know and then you know get a picture and I was like sweet I didn't even have to ask for a picture he said get a picture that's awesome so, and then you can tell he doesn't lose sight of you know he's a person yeah um and it's just cool. He was just really cool. But I, I feel like if we had him on the show, I hope that I wouldn't uh, freak out again and like be like, tell me about this. You know, like freak out. But, uh, It'll be fine. I'd have, have to, I'd have to practice the interview sort of or like what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, while we wait for those, uh, I'll let you do the announcement since this is something we've been dying to talk about. Go ahead. Well, which one? The big thing yeah, yeah. The, the what are we talking about uh Disney star wars is yes. that what we're doing yep. okay all right because i mean there's there's other i'm sure there's other news um yes huge 
I'm not, I'm sure we're not breaking uh, any, any ground here or blowing people's minds, but Disney bought Lucas and that is amazing. Phenomenal. Uh, it's something that like, personally I felt is, is been a long time coming anyway. I mean, they've already been intertwined for decades. I don't, I can't even just say years, like decades. There was Star Tours and Indiana Jones stuff in Disney World parks. It's kind of like, why wasn't this already yeah. existing? But I mean, I'm sure it has a lot to do with George Lucas, quote unquote, retiring and, and all that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's not like uh, Lucas doesn't need the money for one thing. I think people are asking why, why did he do it? Why sell to Disney, whatever. I think it's just like he's he's pretty old too um maybe not super super old i'm sure he'll live a lot longer but he um i think he feels out of touch with the people who love the franchise um which is true because he is it's i mean i'm 100 percent grateful to him for creating star wars and indiana jones and any other number of things that he's had his hands in um but that was a young man's thing. It really was. And same with Spielberg. Um, it was a young man's thing. It was. That is where, when they created Star Wars, and, and, well, not they, but George Lucas created Star Wars, and when they did Indiana Jones, they were still young enough to have that sort of, like, creative you know, juice flowing, I guess, of their own stuff. Like, they're... Spielberg is still a, a great craftsman in film, but as far as creating his own stories, I don't know if he's, you know, he's still there um, on that level. And same with George, uh, as the prequels will show, not not necessarily the greatest, but put Star Wars into the hands of uh, a corporation, the best corporation for it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, who takes things and lets them be what they are and puts them in the hands of people who are passionate about the the, the content and you're going to get gold. Like, everybody was crying about Disney buying Marvel. Everything's going to change. Oh, my goodness. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to be so bad. Uh, guess what happened? They made The Avengers. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like one of the greatest movies of all time and made a ton of money. Now, they're going to make Star Wars Episode 7 and people are worried about it. I don't think so. I like George is going to be an overseer, whatever, but they're going to have a new director. They're probably going to hire people who are very passionate about the Star Wars movies to write it. Um if I get Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, you know, Jedi Master, right. apprentice, you know, right. teaching new apprentices, I'm cool with that. Yep. If Harrison Ford doesn't come back, fine. That's I actually cool. said uh, what they should do is have, you know, Han, Luke, and Leia in the first movie. If they can get Harrison Ford to do it, or just to, to agree to it, and kill Han off in the first movie. And then let it be about you know, Luke mentoring his kids as Jedi. Because that's, I mean, in the books, that's what's supposed to happen. And, you know, just loosely follow that. But Does he die in the books? Han, no. Oh, okay. But 
if Harrison Ford would do one Star Wars movie, I guarantee that's all he's going to do. Um, but let them be the age they are. Don't do the Tron Legacy, you know, performance capture, make them look young. Just let them be and create some new characters, compelling characters, because it can be done. That's what Star Wars was. They were new, compelling characters with actors nobody knew. Well, I'll tell you what I heard. I heard, well, first of all, I agree with, with all that you were saying about uh, at uh, this point, I thought Star Wars was dead until George Lucas passed away. If yeah. he was going to hang on to it, you weren't going to get any new movies, which I was okay with. Yeah. Because it's kind of, I was saying it's a shame when you are, are thrilled the creator of something, doesn't have control of it anymore. I can't remember the last time that happened. In this case, it's for the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a good idea to do. I'm thrilled. I can't be more excited. Um, but yeah, I, you're right. I fine. Crank out as many Star Wars movies as you want now. I originally heard. I guess the next trilogy was supposed to take place five years after Jedi, which it clearly can't happen now. But a guy right. I work with, Greg, um, he's big into Star Wars too. He has ninety nine percent of all the comics that were ever made of star wars right and he was telling me that he heard it's going to take place possibly 40 years later which would work right and it would like you said it would be uh luke training like taking the obi-wan kenobi type of exactly fine i'm thrilled with that that's i have no complaint and that's what i hope they do um and have five years later if you're going to do years later, just you'd have to get new actors to play those parts. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Um, you you can't. Right. It's just right. Unless you're going to do the 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 Tron Legacy thing, and I just Animal. if you if they do that for a very small portion of the movie, like as in a flat hey, flat. here's something that happened, and then now we're going forward, like maybe for the first ten minutes at most. Okay. Sure, sure. Don't make it the whole movie and try to say Harrison Ford is 35 years old again and 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 Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. Just move the story forward and and make it good. It's, right. It can be done. It can be done. And, and, and so I, you know, oh. he's he Greg was saying that he's ticked because he doesn't think his comics are going to connect anymore. Well. George Lucas has said numerous times that none of the books or comics or anything that's not a movie or one of the video games that he says are right. part of the canon right. are canon. It's all just sanctioned fan fiction. That's what he said. So the books never mattered. Right. They only right. mattered because we all thought like there was never going to be any more Star Wars. Right. But right. Well, I'm glad so, I didn't invest a whole lot of time into reading all of that because I I would be I would be mad, yeah. But and he also and said he about, like Clone said, Wars because we know how that conflicts with you know the, yeah. the episodes. Yeah. Um. So that that kind so that, of already set a tone where okay, it's a different universe. We can just accept it as something different. Uh, for me, and I've heard two different things. I heard Anna Jones wasn't part of the deal then. Somebody else said it, it is. It is. Yeah. The only, the only thing 
um, about Indiana Jones is that Paramount still owns the uh, the distribution rights. Okay. So chances are they're not going to make an Indiana Jones movie unless they can come to some sort of agreement. Sure. So that's the only holdup that there is, aside from uh, Spielberg said he doesn't ever want to do action movies again. George is retired, so he's not going to write it um, or even work on the story. Harrison Ford's very old, and Shia LaBeouf hates the franchise. And we hate Shia LaBeouf, so that works out well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so unless they're going to do like a prequel thing or a reboot or say, you know what? This is oh, that it can't really happen. They have to do. You know what? You know, I know what they're gonna do. I already know. I, I guarantee it. I'm saying it now, and we'll watch it play out. Because it's Disney. They're gonna do, and it, I think it's brilliant. No harm done. It only adds to the the mythology. Do a cartoon. Apparently, Harrison Ford needs to sign off on that, and he refused. So far. Cartoon for you. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's Disney. Yeah, but I think he probably still has like some sort of say on that. Right, Maybe right. if not, if not, then great. But right, he did. I, I guess that would make sure it, it would have hit its standards, so mm-hmm. the quality to be there. Yeah, that's true. And at this point, uh, why why sit on it if you're not if they're not going to do any more movies? And this is potential to, to keep it a lot, keep it you know, add to it. Why yeah. sit? Well, I would really like for them to do. Um, I wouldn't mind if they did a bunch of prequels because there's a lot of stuff to cover. Um, just you know, not child Indiana Jones, not teenager, young man Indiana Jones. Just like, got out of college. Yeah, right. From age twenty to forty, and I mean, I would like to be Indiana Jones, but if they're gonna make it and they're gonna do it well and they're gonna get somebody who like they feel can really channel the Harrison Ford better than me. Um, then uh, do it. I would love to watch it. I'd love to be, you know, part of the audience for that kind of experience. Um, you have to see the Raven, Raven stuff when he first meets Professor Raven, but in Mary and all that, which they were supposed to do on the next season of uh, Young Indiana Jones Adventures. Fine, do it in the movie. Let's see that. Do the prequels right, because there are some diehard indie fans out there, too, that, you know, uh, and even people in the business, I mean, that can do justice to that story, uh, and it can be made well. And I was even saying, like, the guy who directed the first three Pirates movies, bam, put Star Wars in his hands, put Indiana Jones in his hands, like, you're going to get some quality stuff. I think his name's Gore Verbinski, I'm pretty sure that's who directed them. Um... Where he he did a magnificent job with pirates, and that was nothing. You know, that was just out of nowhere. It was just a ride. He, right. You right. know, like so. Give him something with some legs already, and and uh, or but there's any number any number of really talented directors out there who could do, do justice to both of those franchises. Um, with indie, the the four that we have kind of tell a story. You can't do between. Crusade and Kingdom. There's, you just can't fill that gap in with anything aside from maybe a cartoon. That's where that's going to have to lie. Right. But there is all those numbers of years beforehand of, of cool stuff to be done, compelling stuff, interesting stuff. You know, and that's, fill that what, gap. that's 
all the comic books and stuff always back to before, uh, you know, Temple of Doom. This, the, that way, you're not harming anything. And yeah, you're right. You're gonna you're gonna want to draw if it's a cartoon. You're gonna want to do a young action figure. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, you're right. Anything from college on up until Temple of Doom is fair game. I think. Anything else you think you could do in between the movies, but you'd be limited. I think once once the timeline of Harrison being Indiana Jones hits. You, oh, movie no, wise, no yes. one's gonna, nobody's gonna accept anybody else as as him from that timeline forward, from oh, Raiders oh. Temple forward. I, 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 movies, I said that I was thinking uh, just the cartoon ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely, movie wise, yeah, you're right. It's the same thing with Sean Patrick Flannery. He was fine as as a teenage version. You know, you know, but you're right. He's gonna go. Oh, this is it was Harrison. Then this guy, Harrison Ford. Then this guy. No. Yeah. James no, Bond. Yeah. Do that. Um. So yeah, I mean that's this is this is huge. And and the thing is like maybe I've just not been on the internet quite as much reading a whole lot about it because I uh, I don't want to spoil it. But it doesn't seem like people are are going as crazy. As I thought they could about about it. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, crazy as in like an explosion of difference, different opinions and, and stuff like that. Like most of the people I talk to are like, okay, yeah, that's that's good. I'm excited. See, I get but the they don't really like. From everybody, that's commenting on it. Yeah. For the most part, oh. Ah, okay. There's yeah, nowhere yeah. to go but up at this point. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, we feel that way. But uh, not that kids even would think about that. But they've had. I mean, Star Wars is still huge because of the Clone Wars too. I mean, I don't watch it as much as I I did at one point, but um, they love it. Like, they don't see anything wrong with, with what they've got already. Uh, but I think when you're a certain age now, it's kind of just like, oh, finally, we can get some quality stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I was nervous before. I, I was afraid with the Indiana Jones franchise, um, you know, that they're only going to harm it. And yeah. you know, if we were going to get another movie. Uh, um, and same thing with Star Wars. I thought we'd have to wait for, for Lucas to pass away. Whereas now, sky's the limit. Yeah. I don't see Disney doing anything that would uh, go against either franchise. There's, there's, like, again, I think they proved with, with Marvel that um, they, they can buy stuff without the intent of trying to Disney-fy it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a well-oiled machine, they bought it because it's a well-oiled machine. The only thing they're going to do more is is push it more. That's about it. The marketing for it will just explode. So, like with Marvel, like I've I've never been able to buy quality, you know, Marvel merchandise everywhere on everything until Disney bought it. Um, it was always like if a movie came out, okay, you can buy some different Spider-Man stuff or whatever. But now, like, there's Marvel lunchboxes, backpacks, flip-flops, uh, 
bookmarks, um, anything, erasers. Uh, it's it's on. It's everywhere. Everything, which great. I love it. Maybe other people are annoyed by it, but I don't care. Right, um, right. And I think, I mean, that's all they're really going to do is get the word out there to attract more attention. And that's that's where Disney helps, you know. They, um, they have the money to do that. Yeah. And Disney, for years before they started buying up companies, they were in Dr. Straits for a while. Remember, there was the years when we didn't get a movie from them, nothing animated until they teamed with, like, was it Pixar originally? And then, uh, you know, smart move for them. You, yeah, you jump on a, a winning horse, as they say, like they did with Marvel. That was brilliant, and also helped them out financially, even though they were pretty well on their own with the movies anyway. Yeah, they were good. Uh, now to, to save Lucasfilm, okay, okay. You know, I don't. Do you see any problems? Are you afraid of anything with this? Um, of anything. I mean, the only thing I, I'm worried about is any sort of uh, hang-ups or whatever, because George Lucas is still the, like, executive overseer, so there might be, like, some really good stories that people want to tell and directions they want to go um, that he might just you know, but realistically, no, I mean, them... Disney owning Star Wars outright is good on a lot of different fronts. They don't need any more exposure, so it's not like they need to be marketed the way Marvel did in order to get new readers for the comics and, you know, interest and, and people coming to terms with superheroes being, you know, interesting and, and you know, mainstream or whatever. Um, but it's good because, you know in the next 10 maybe five to ten years or even maybe a little bit longer we're they're probably going to put up a star wars park in, alongside the marvel park that they're going to put up in disney world and i could not be more excited about that Do you know wait um, there's going to be a marvel park there's no official announcement but you have to know they're planning it right right there's no way they're not doing a marvel park um i went to marvel Something that is a generalized park that's gonna like include all of those franchises, maybe like Star Wars and then Indy and, and Marvel and a couple other things that they have um, into its own park. So, like, you would have the park and then like go to Star Wars land and then you know, Indy land and, and Marvel land, sure. Um, sure. something like that. And it's it's gotta be in the works, and uh, because. They've said, there was a very small interview, because I was looking it up uh, a while ago, where Bob Iger, uh, the guy who's like, I'm pretty sure the CEO of Disney right now, he, they were, everyone was wondering after they bought Marvel, you know, what happens to the Universal Marvel Park, because they have their Marvel stuff there. Yeah, I went to it. And uh, I was there. Eh. It was outdated yeah. by the time yeah. I got there. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, we're not going to infringe on any of the current uh, contracts that we held at the moment, is, is the way he put it. So he's like, well, we're going to let that be, you know, until we have a much more solid plan, I guess, with the, uh, with the intention. So I can't imagine 
after having the Avengers be the huge hit that it was. Like, and for the, that generation of kids who are going to go and understand that that you know the Avengers are part of Marvel, but also part of Disney. Um, to go to like a Disney park and be like, see, from what I understand, there's Marvel merchandise in the Disney parks right now, but there's no attractions. I don't know if there's anybody dressing up as cartoon like the the characters, but there's no Marvel attractions and kids are going to be like, well, what? That doesn't make any sense. I want to want to go on, you know, a Hulk ride and, you know, whatever. So they have to be, it's got to be planned and they're just keeping it hush hush. Like I know that they definitely have to have someone working on it. I agree. agree. I'll feel better once I hear something, some news indie wise. Yeah, me too. Well, what I heard, that's what I, the only thing that I read were people's like, speculation based on fact and it's just that paramount has um the distribute uh, the the distribution rights and um they would have to work out some sort of agreement on that front but i mean the main thing is they're going to worry about star wars because it's the guaranteed money maker right now sure but i do hope for a cartoon at the very least from yeah 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 indiana jones cartoon i think there's you can you'd have to you'd have- You'd have to work really hard to mess that up. Yeah. You can either do the, the CGI type of thing, like the Green Lantern cartoon, or or the Star Wars one, the Clone Wars. Do fine, fine with that. Or, and I'll, I'll post it while we're talking about it, the stills that show somebody yeah. on the Indiana Jones and that I was thrilled with that. You could get short round in there. You know, I'm, I'm, ugh, I'm thrilled to death. Yeah, yeah. It's like so, one of those dreams when you wake up at the in the morning and you're like, oh wait, that oh, was real? real? Ah, darn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? It was. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Disney, yeah, uh, yeah, I just saw Wreck-It Ralph last night. Yeah, tell me yeah. about. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, I can't, I can't really say enough good things about it. And if you've read or heard anybody else saying good things about it, it's all true. Whatever it is. Um, I, I don't want to spoil, like, anything on it, but it's, there's so many cameos of, uh, video game, real video game characters. Was he real? Wreck-It Ralph, no. I didn't think I, he's, I didn't like, think. he's, the way I take, uh, the Fix-It Felix game, because that's what it's supposed to be, is Fix-It Felix, is essentially Mario and Donkey Kong, it, like, a sort of, deep, um, they reference Mario, and they you know bowser's in it um i think he's the only nintendo character that's in it uh from what i could see there like there are so many masses of of video game characters like running around that you almost miss certain things unless they're thrown right out at you um but it's essentially a take on donkey kong he's donkey kong fixing felix is mario so um, but there's there's stuff Disney created the, like the characters for their own story, which is cool. And then some of the cameos and some of the stuff is hilarious. The whole movie is hilarious. And uh, the uh, the story is really good. The voice acting is really good. The animation is really good. Like there are characters that move fluidly, like the normal person depending on whatever but if they're characters that were in like an 8-bit game 
they move very quick and like chop back and, and like and it's cool. It's they put a lot of detail and effort into it, and it it's really good. It's just I can't, I really can't say enough good stuff. Again, I don't want to spoil it because it literally came out last night. So uh, I would say Mikey will enjoy it. My, that's, that's gonna be my next question: Was will he what like watch? It? Oh yeah, okay. he knows he knows who Sonic the Hedgehog is. He has a, I mean, he had a he had a piece of birthday cake at his cousin's uh, party last week. I remember I texted you. I'm like, yeah, I thought of you. Well, the good thing is that you the, the cameos and the characters that they got are for us. They're Street Fighter characters and they're cameos from other people, and like that's for us. Right. Um, but the story is is. It's not. It's not going to matter for kids who never, who don't know those characters at all. They explain it in a way that it's like, yeah, we're characters from this kind of game, and and I think kids might be like into it and interested because, um, their parents played games like that. You know what I mean? It's almost like a history lesson, but not really. You know, I mean, there's there's way more to it than that, but it's kind of like. You can bond over it, you know what I mean? Like, it's got the old and the new, and and um, I think that's going to be a, a, a really interesting um, point for for kids. Like, Mikey will probably see it and um and then start asking you a lot of questions about the characters that are in it and the games, and you could be like, well, here, look at this, you know, like this is what it's like, and then like change to this and then to this, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot a lot of ground that they covered and it's good um, and but and to add to that the story is really really good yeah. it's, akin, um, it's akin and you'll you'll know it when you see it happen in the movie. what happens i'm not going to tell you what happens but it's very similar to another movie that we really really like okay, uh, okay. and not in a bad way not like Oh, that's just like that. Because it's not oh, just YouTube. YouTube. It has a very similar feel. I'm not going to tell you what it is until you see it. Okay. Okay. Um, so good. I'm, I'm glad you like that. I'm glad that, you know. Okay, we saw, uh, I took Mikey to see a couple weeks ago. Um, oh, what was it called? Monster uh, Hotel Transylvania. Right, yeah. Good. It was good. It. Um, I was supposed to go with them for a field trip to Roba's uh, pumpkin farm, but I took the day off of work, went to go with them. We walk in and they said, oh, yeah, they called and canceled because it's raining. So he's devastated because he thought he was spending the day with me. Now I got to leave him at school for an hour or two and a half hours. So I, I wanted to make it up to him. Yeah. So, uh I'm sitting at my mother's house. She only lives a couple blocks away. And I'm like, what can I do? I want to take them somewhere and have it be a, you know, a Mikey daddy day. Yeah. And I said, Hey, how about take them to the movies? And then that was one of the ones that was playing, you know, in time for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he, he didn't know anything about Dracula or Frankenstein or, you know, he knows zombies Yeah. and does an excellent zombie impersonation. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we went to go see that and it was good. It was fun. Yeah, I thought Adam Sandler's voice would get on my nerves. Uh, but Adam no, Sandler I, did a voice in that. He, I think he actually he didn't write it, but he wrote the song that's at the end of it too. Okay. Yeah, he does. He does Dracula's voice. Oh, okay. 
I didn't know that. Yeah. Me actually kind of interested in it. It's, I like Adam Sandler though. So. It's fun. Well, I like Adam Sandler when he's not doing the the you know baby voice thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like uh, I like a serious, more serious, or I like uh, what was the one where he's watching the kid, where he's left with the little boy. Stories. What was it? Bedtime stories. No, before that, his first. Oh, Big Daddy. Big, Big Daddy. Daddy, great. I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. Right. I mean, that was fantastic. Um, that was the first one. Where I went, okay, so you're not acting like an idiot in this. Okay, very good. Glad to glad to see it. Only a little bit. Only a little bit. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, but he wasn't doing the baby voice thing. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. For whatever reason, he's converting back to that right now. And I'm not thrilled about it, but whatever. Um. So, yeah, he was he was good in that movie. It was fun. There, there are only a couple parts. We saw it in 3D at the IMAX okay. theater. And there's like three or four times where... He's talking like this to his little girl, and then anything that gets uh, riles him up, he, he goes, <sighs> and they zoom in on his face, and his eyes are red, and it's supposed to be mm -hmm. scary. Well, to adults, it's funny, because look at how he's bipolar that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mikey scooches next to me and squeezes my arm. I'm like, nah, I know, it's okay. 3D didn't help in that case. Right, right. But other than that, he was thrilled. Now he's all full of questions. He wants to know, wait, so Dracula isn't a good guy? I'm like... Only in that movie was he a good guy. <laughs> yeah, most of the time he's he's not. Oh, okay. So it's it's fun, and it right, all right. worked out. Um, yes, like people uh, people harp on like, oh, look what they're doing to our characters. But like anything that that you know will get a young person interested in classic characters that are good and and timeless is in my opinion a good thing like i don't have to enjoy the movie or like want to see it or whatever but like if it's gonna make kids interested in that kind of stuff right means i'm and for it and know? they're also it's universal good. property it's not like it's not like somebody messing with indiana jones it's not you know somebody messing with macgyver it's it's dracula and, and the yeah. mummy and, and you know they weren't they were pretty much black and white characters to begin with that didn't necessarily have a whole lot of depth. You just got the main point. So they're free to yeah. you know, mess with. Right, right. And I think they actually touch upon that in the movie too. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you when you see it, you'll towards the end they they yeah. I think you'll like it. It'll you'll get a kick out of it. I probably I won't see it in theaters or anything, but I'll check it out. There's too many movies coming out now that I definitely have to see. Like I haven't got Wreck-It Ralph was the first one that I've seen in theaters in, in probably a couple months now. Um, but I've got James Bond next month. So pumped for James Bond. Looks uh, good. They're saying it's the, 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 the best James Bond ever made. Wow. Um, which is saying a lot because Casino Royale was really, really good. Did you I, like it? Solace. What? You liked uh, I, I didn't see. I saw Casino Royale, but I didn't see the anything that followed it. Oh, the only other one so far that Daniel Craig did was Quantum of Solace, and I, I liked it. See, Casino I, Royale, I liked, but I don't know if it was part of them trying to go in a different direction. But parts of it, I'm just, I was, for lack of a better term, I guess I was bored with it. It, it felt like I was, the same way I felt about Mission Impossible 1, it, a lot of time it felt like I was watching a book, if you know what I mean. Okay. It was very... 
pay attention because now it's just a whole lot of talk. And yeah. that guy that we mentioned once, well, he turns out to be the bad guy. Oh, wait, is he? And I just, you go, all right, I understand that, but now my head hurts. And, you know, let's, I don't know the pacing of it, but other parts about it I liked. Yeah. It was, it was a brand new take on James Bond. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I, I think it was good, and it was definitely good for the franchise, and uh, hopefully this one will just keep that ball rolling. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, I'm trying to think what else is coming out that I'm real excited for. Um, shoot. Well, I mean, obviously The Hobbit comes out in, in about six weeks, roughly. I could not be more. I'm, I'm dying to see that movie. Like, I'm so excited. I, re- I read The Hobbit all the way through in probably a week. I know that's long for that book, actually, but I've been I was reading it in between doing stuff like on the way to work, on the way home from work, you know, I, and I actually read it. I don't need the audiobook to get through that one. Well, I was going to ask you, do you have the audiobooks on uh, CD? I have them on my computer. Yeah. Uh, can you send them to me? Yeah, because I, I would, you know, I, I, could put them, I could put them on a disc for you or something. Perfect. That'd be great because I would love to. I think I was telling you the one time I've always wanted to read them. I have the PDFs as well, oh. so you can put it on your like iPad. The, well, it's like a, the 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 digital book files. Right. So uh, you could, probably oh, the audio book would be best. I think. Well, you could listen and read at the same time oh. if you have the opportunity. Ooh, that's nice. I I like that idea. That's what I do. I I put in the headphone because when I've tried to get through Fellowship before, I. Uh, I'd get so far and just be like so many words, oh but with someone reading it to me, it's slower than I would read, but the guide just helps me get through it, you know what I mean? So like uh, just hearing it just helps me keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it helps, I think, um, but I, I'll give you both and you please. do what you want with yeah, so. please do. I would, I would love that. Also, sure. when, when you get, um, when you're ready, when you get through those books, if you're interested, I'll lend you uh, Long Sandy Hair of Neptune Zamora. It's Mike okay. Desmith reading his book. I'm telling yeah. you, I, and again, I know I'm partial, but still, to hear him read anything, it, there's mm-hmm. a charm to it, but it's his own work. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to that over and over. I have it on my iPod. Uh, so when you're ready, just you know, let me know and I'll I'll do that for you. Yeah, I think you'll uh, I think you'll love it. The the uh, the the digital book file that I have actually is everything from the Hobbit to the end of uh, Return of the King, plus yeah. the appendices and everything. So it's yeah, give me all that. I would love that. It's worth it to have. Um, I feel like I'm I'm so, in the dark because I I don't know these things like I'm supposed to. No, it's. Hey, you gotta learn something new every day. And then you... <laughs> exactly. Um, but I guess we should wrap this one up. Okay. Um, not that I want to, but just for whoever's listening. Oh, one of the things I want to say to people that are listening, we've been trying to, and I don't know a better way to do it, but just to mention it, anybody who has any artistic um, talent, uh, we're trying to get I don't want to call it a contest because we don't necessarily have a winner. We're going to use probably all that are submitted. Um, anybody who wants to draw up a nice banner for us, for yeah. our podcast, we're going to have it on Facebook and obviously we'll use it on the uh, 
YouTube podcast too. We might even use it as our opening uh, image to replace yep. what I've been using. Uh, yeah, you can draw us uh, in whatever way you want. You can always contact us for information. Uh, just something that you think would be a cool representation of this podcast. It's The focus is comics, TV, music. Comics, TV, movies, music. Yeah, that was it. Comics, TV, movies, and music. Uh, so, you know, if you need to find out any details, let us know. But anybody who wants to take a crack at it that thinks that they have the time to draw it, please do. Uh, logos are great, too. Uh, so that's there's the official announcement to anybody who wants to contribute. We'll definitely use it, and it's not going to be a limited thing. No, and we'll give you credit, obviously. Oh, obviously. Yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, it, when you do, you could always send us a bio about yourself. Yeah. Because uh, we'll, we'll gladly, we love to spread the love. Yes, we do. So. Collaboration is the name of the game. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, so I, I do want to say one thing. Sure. Uh, before we end this, um, the the movie that I shot over the summer yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. is out on YouTube now. Um, it's a hidden link, though. You can't just find it on YouTube. What you have to do is go to the Facebook fan page and like it so that you're able to see the posts, and then you can get the link right from there. Uh, it's Flesh Eaters, a love story on Facebook. So Flesh Eaters, uh, two words, colon, a love story and you can find the fan page that way and then watch the movie um i know halloween is is past now but if you're still in the mood for you know uh um it's a not movie. scary exactly but that you know a zombie ish type movie um it's only a half an hour not even so you can watch it whenever watch it on your computer um and uh let me know what you think we're getting some some decent reviews so that's that's good Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to push that if I could, um, a little bit selfishly. So no, definitely, definitely post the link. if you, if you remember, post the link on our, uh, Facebook page, right? Okay. So yeah, I could just post it right there. If you, I, obviously you guys are listening to this, then you're already on the Facebook page. Um, so I'll post it there for everybody too, but still go to the, go to our fan page and, and, and like it so that we, uh, we can get some notoriety on this. Yeah, and and please like our uh, Never Gets Old podcast fan page too. We have 24 likes, and I know there's so many more people listening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, just do that because then it helps us keep track of uh, who to make aware of any news. Right. I would like to pick. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna pick W O L D by Harry Chapin. Okay. Uh that's my song pick because. Besides it being Harry Chapin, it's you know him him with his excellent story songs. Uh, it it has significant meaning for me because it was the first song when I started to learn guitar. I picked that one instead of picking you know Mary Had a Little Lamb or something easy. <laughs> <laughs> I bit off a bit more than I can chew, but now I learn by plateaus. It's right. not it's not you know here's an A here's a B. It's I can play a whole bunch of songs now because I hit that hard one to play. Right, it's right. picking, it's strumming, you get everything. So right. WLD, it's about a, a radio DJ uh, who, I don't even know how I'd sum it up. Just listen to the words. It's, it feels like life is passing him by and he traded in on some good stuff in his life to be a, a DJ. 
and now is thinking about maybe hanging it up. That kind of summarizes the song, but yeah, uh, Harry Chapin, W-O-L-D. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> All right, so we will uh, hopefully get to crank another one of these out pretty soon. We, yeah, we I should. Think gave everybody a good chunk to uh, think about, and hopefully, by all means, share your thoughts. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, what do you call it? Subscribe to our uh, YouTube page to get the latest. And also, please give us your likes, your dislikes. Any topic you'd like us to discuss or comment on, please do. And yeah. to all the wonderful people, uh, and you know who you are, who have been listening religiously. Yeah. All right. We'll yeah. see you guys next time. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hello, honey, it's me. What did you think when you heard me back on the radio? What did the kids say when they knew it was their long-lost daddy? Oh. Remember how we listened to the radio And I said, that's the place to be And how I got the job as an FM job The day you married me It was two kids and I was into AM rock But I just had to run around It's been eight years since I left you, babe Let me tell you about what's gone down I am the morning DJ W-O-L-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-
Sometimes I get this crazy dream that I just take off in my car. But you can travel long ten thousand miles and still stay where you are. Thinking that I should stop this jockin' and start that record store. Maybe I could settle down if you take me back once more. Okay, honey, I see. I guess he's better than me. Sure, old girl, I understand. You don't have to worry. I'm such a happy man. Good morning, voice. Who's heard but never seen? Feeling all of forty-five, going on fifteen. I am the morning DJ at W O L. 